Welcome to Sensibly Cynical. My name is Sean. Today I'm going to talk about comedy. I have a list here of 12 comedians, past or present, most of them are present, that I think are top notch and are my favorite comedians of all time. You know, I'm new to the comedy scene in reality. I mean, comedians have been going back decades and decades, but I'm new to checking out um, guys online and checking out skits and everything. So I'm just now getting into comedy as far as seeing, you know, guys nowadays and girls hitting it big. I mean, I'm now just now paying attention. So if these are geared toward newer guys, I apologize. Or if they're geared toward stereotypical legends, then that's obviously who I'm going to pick. Okay, first on my list is Jeff Gaffigan. I don't know too much about him. Um, I know that he's huge. He's on, you know, highest grossing lists of 2018. And I know he's known for not having or using little profanity. So I know he's hitting it big. He's going around a lot. I know he's on tour a lot. And um, he's he's just doing his thing. I don't know too much about him, but I just know that he's... I respect him because a lot of, a lot of guys and girls nowadays use profanity as a bridge to, you know, get their routines over with the crowd. Profanity is, you know, comical at times. It's a good way to end a joke or... Um, talk about a punchline and getting it through. So the fact that he can get his stuff done with using little to no profanity is huge for me. I think it's awesome. Okay, next on my list is somebody that my brother loves and you know lists and uh, watches him. You know when he has time, Dane Cook. You know Dane Cook is awesome. He uses a lot of physical comedy. He uses his hands a lot. Hell, I've even seen him get on the ground and roll around and do physical comedy to make people laugh. I mean, I think it's great that he's had huge staying power. He's had his own show. He's made millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I don't see him going away anytime soon. I mean, you could say, uh, you could see a headline, you know, you see Dane Cook and it's automatically credible. I mean, 100% credible. Alright, next on my list is someone that I am biased towards because he went to my high school, Astronaut High School. So, we're from the same high school and he grew up in Titusville, um, as did I, and um, Titusville, Florida. And he has his own show, Tosh.0, Daniel Tosh. I think that... You know, I know he's from Germany, you know, growing up too with family and stuff. So, and the fact that he made it out of Tiesville is pretty huge. Um, it's a small town and not many people make it like totally big like he did. So I think it's cool. And it's kind of funny how, you know, he tried to, he tried to promote in Tiesville one time. This is what I heard. I don't know the validity of this story, but what I heard was that Daniel tried to, promote his show or promote something in Tiesville and you know Tiesville said no I guess he tried to do an ad or something probably post a billboard and the city said thanks but no thanks so I think that's kind of funny but you know he's a determined SOB and his show hits it big a lot still I mean we're 
were years and years into it. And um, he still gets good ratings on Comedy Central, as far as I know. I mean, I haven't seen that show in a while. I know, you know, once you get past 30, <laughs> the jokes become old. It's the same, you know, shit, literally and figuratively. Throw up jokes, all that. But he's still one of my favorites. I think he's hilarious. So next on my list is Lewis Black. Everyone knows Lewis Black. He's an old guy. You know, he's been in the movie Accepted, which is when I first really got to know who he is. I know he was already around before that movie, but, you know, when he was the principal in Accepted, hilarious. Hilarious. Now, I've seen him. I think he did a book. He's done a lot of tours. Um, I have his DVD somewhere. forgot the name of it, but I don't want to botch the name of it. But anyways, he is still grinding at this age in his life. And, um, you know, it's highly respectable. I saw him live in Richmond, Virginia. And he was hilarious. The way he conducts himself, the way he interacts with the crowd is gold. Is gold. I think he's underrated too. Even in 2019, I think he's underrated. Okay, I would also like to talk about now the classic, the person that I think is a legend, Dave Chappelle. He has the Chappelle Show, which was huge. I mean, I was a kid when it came out, and it was all the rage. Everyone was talking about it. Dave Chappelle this. Have you seen the, the Chappelle Show? Do you have the DVDs? Etc. So, he was, he was huge, and he still is huge. I mean, I'm not going to discredit the guy. He's huge. He's Dave fucking Chappelle. I mean, there's not much else I can say about it. The guy is awesome. Also, next on my list is the one and the only Kevin Hart. I mean, he's hilarious. He's a short guy like me, so I'm a little biased. But he goes on tour nonstop. I know he did the Irresponsible Tour not too long ago, and um, he stopped by Pensacola, and you know that was everyone everyone's to-do list that week was, oh, are you going to see Kevin Hart? Are you going to go to the Kevin Hart uh, stop? And, you know, a lot of people went to it. I mean, there's not much else I can say about Kevin Hart. He's a two-time, you know, he does a celebrity MVP. I mean, true, his performances weren't very good as far as points, but ESPN doesn't give a shit. He brought in ratings, um, you know. So, I mean, not much to say about Kevin Hart. He's one of the highest grossing comedians going. He's friends with The Rock. He's friends with everybody. He's, I mean, he's... When you think comedian nowadays, Kevin Hart comes off the lips like first or second to most people i mean he he's hilarious and he's you know non-stop grinder all right that leads me to gabriel glazes aka fluffy um you know he's he's funny as shit i've seen some of his stuff i know in 2018 he made 20.5 million and that's ridiculous um so He's on a lot of TV shows. He is someone that also is very popular with kids. He's popular with adults. He's popular with everybody. I mean, he's also a name that is very, very, very popular on lists. When you talk about like current comedians, he's on there for everybody. And that's no different when it comes to my list. All right. Next on my list is 
Terry Fader. Now, I saw him on America's Got Talent. I know he does. I think he does the puppet comedy. He's funny. You know, he uses, um, as it, is it ventriloquism? I don't know what the name, name of the word is or the word is. But he's funny as shit. And that's all I want to say about Terry Fader. The guy is becoming a legend if he's not already there. And speaking of funny as shit, Jeff Dunham, the Dunham Show. That's, I mean, that's all I'm going to say about him. He's Jeff Dunham. I mean, everyone knows Jeff Dunham. TV mostly is what I've known him from. And the guy is just gold. Chris Rock. I mean, there's not much else I can say about Chris Rock. Guys, movies, TV, Energizer Bunny, nonstop. The guy's energy is off the charts. I mean, Chris freaking Rock. There's not much else I can say. He's made millions, 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 millions of dollars on movies, countless movies, countless tour stops. The guy just doesn't stop. That leads me to Aziz Ansari. Now, I first known him. I know he does a lot of movies. and I know he does that TV show, Parks and Rec on NBC. Master of None, that as well. That's also what he's known for. So Aziz Ansari, he's hilarious. If you haven't checked him out, you definitely should. And of course, I saved the best for last. Jerry Seinfeld. Everyone knows who Jerry Seinfeld is. If you don't, you need to get up from the rock you've been living under for the last, I don't know, 50 years. Um, The guy's an absolute legend. There's podcasts just for his show. Like, there's Seinfeld podcast, and the show hasn't even been on in years. I mean, you know, it aired from 89 to 98. It wasn't even, it didn't even make it 10 years. And it's one of the greatest shows of all time. I mean, that's crazy. And in 2005, Comedy Central named him the 12th greatest of all time. I mean, that's pretty damn good. I mean, he's still going strong. I mean, he's, um, he's, he co-wrote... The B movie, he, you know, does this series on Netflix, which is really good, by the way. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, where he gets, co- obviously, it's based on the name of the show. He get he goes with other comedians, shoots the shit, drinks some coffee, talks about their careers, and all this fun stuff. So, he's still keeping busy. Um, but yeah, like I said, the guy, the guy spans um, decades. I mean, he's also said in the past that he was inspired by Abbott and Costello, which if you don't know what Abbott and Costello was, it was a show in the, it was a comedy show in the 50s. So he dates back, you know, that far. I mean, the, the man is born in 1954. So I assume when he was a little kid, when he grew up, he was watching that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, he's 65 now. So while he's... While he's getting older, he still tours. I believe he still tours anyways. So, Jerry Seinfeld, he still does SNL appearances. He's in a huge lucrative deal with Netflix. Hence what I said, the show, um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. So, um, he also does Netflix specials, like just his stuff, stand-up. Jerry before Seinfeld, um... Which, you know, looks up, looks at his, you know, history and stuff and all that sort of stuff. And, of course, he writes books. He did a children's book. So, I could go on and on and on about Jerry Seinfeld. Hell, I could do a whole podcast just on that man.
So, I have a good story to tell you guys about my past. When I was living in Richmond, Virginia, I was a meetup host. Now, we've had guests on this show that I met through meetup. Um, when we talked about technology, it was Embrace Technology with Peter. Um, and then, of course, Cree from Sydney Like Australia. Those were two friends I met through um, meetup, the meetup scene in Richmond. And, um, you know, I was a pretty big host. I'm not trying to get too egotistical and stuff, but I had a big group. I didn't create the group. My friend Amber did, but I was a host. And one day I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to be a comedian. I've always wanted to try it, try stand up. So I was like, screw it. There's this bar called Pie. And it's not around anymore. It's just a dive bar. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an event and see who shows up. And we'll see what happens. So I invited a bunch of people, said that I was going to do stand-up for the first time, yada, yada, yada. Peter was over there. We were pre-gaming and with another friend of ours, Shatonic, and things got out of control. I started taking shots, beers, you know, because I was getting nervous. And I had a notebook, you know, full of jokes and stuff. But what I didn't realize um, then, what I do now is, hell, I, I could have just made fun of myself for the whole um, time. So, I mean, I knew, I was just nervous. And I didn't realize, I could have done improv comedy, you know, I'm pretty good at improv comedy. But I tried to stick to jokes, like one, you know, actual written out jokes with punchlines. And when I... Um, when I got done with those, I froze and I was wasted. But anyways, I don't want to ruin the ending. So we take an Uber to this bar, right? And for those that don't know what, I guess it was, I forgot what it was called, but I think it was like Fruit Loop Shots or something. Something was like a fruity shot. And it got me, you know, buzzing or whatever. And I started taking down shots because I was getting more nervous. So I go to the promoter and I'm like hey is there any way you can push me back on the show I know you know I've never done stand-up before and I know you have you know a stacked lineup tonight but is there any way you can push me all the way back he's like well I can't push you back to the end because I this is the one guy I paid but I can push you back you know second to last or whatever so I'm like sure that'll be good so I get up there and I felt like I was in a fucking true life MTV special. Like the crowd was like cheering for me, wanting me to do well. Cause you know, I, they all know the story um, beforehand because I, you know, I was drunk. So some people, oh yeah, I haven't done this before. I'm, I'm here for the first time, blah, 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 blah. You know, you get diarrhea of the mouth or whatever. So I was just like, yeah, I'm excited. I haven't done this before. So they all knew going in. So I could have spewed, that's how bad I was. I could have spewed bullshit shit that wasn't funny and then by the time I got on they would have laughed anyways but whatever so I went in on Bristol Palin I said a joke about her the daughter of Sarah Palin because back then it was she was it was topical because Sarah Palin was you know a candidate uh, political candidate so um so I talked about that did a one-liner about my ex-girlfriend and then I don't know, I just froze. My you know, my notes were empty and the one the notes I did have you I couldn't read them because they were like soaked with beer. <laughs> like they were, it was un unreadable stuff. So 
anyways, I make it through because I have some friends that help me out, you know, calm me down and stuff and whatever. So I'm embarrassed as fuck, but um, I made it through and um, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. And the next morning I got like a really, really fucking bad hangover. And then what, another thing that's funny is people even called me out like the next two or three days when I was going out to the bars. Some of the people at the show saw me and was like, hey, you're Sean P, blah, 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 you know, and uh, and uh, yeah, so apparently I was so bad that I was memorable. Um, so that's a funny story. So anyways, now it's time for my sensible thought. You know, my sensible thought for the episode is that after um, my experience as a comedian for one night, and one night only, mind you, the legends that I mentioned in today's episode, and, you know, the comedians all over the country and world for that matter, that grind on a daily and weekly basis, make it seem so easy. It's really not easy, and they deserve a lot of credit for what they do. Um, knowing that they don't make a lot of money doing this. Most of them don't. I mean, the people that I mentioned today are outliers. They're stars, mega stars, legends. It's a fascinating business, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sensibly Cynical. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, host of A Teaspoon of Healing podcast. On my show, people share their healing journeys. And I chat with nutrition, wellness, and Reiki experts. You can find me on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts. Or go to my website, teaspoonofhealing.com.